From runasradio.com, you're listening to Run As Radio, the internet audio talk show for IT professionals with Richard Campbell and Greg Hughes. This is Brandon Wen announcing show number 242 with guest Mitch Garvis, recorded Thursday, November 24th, 2011. Run As Radio is produced each week by Pwop Productions, providing professional media and podcasting services online at pwop.com. You can follow the boys on Twitter at twitter.com slash runasradio. Thank you, Brandon. This is Richard Campbell. You've got another episode of Run As Radio on your hands, and I've got my friend Mitch Garvis on the line. Hey, Mitch. How you doing, Rich? Long well, time no speak. Yeah, well, you've been jetting around as more than I have, so tough to guy to track down. I guess we saw each other at uh, Tech Days in Toronto a few weeks ago. That's right. We had a nice bottle of wine over dinner. I think we did, yeah. Very civilized. And you mentioned System Center Essentials to me, which I had not heard anything about. You know, it's amazing that Microsoft puts all of this money into developing a product, and then it just got lost. Uh, we all know that System Center is the number one suite of management tools for managing your network infrastructure from your servers to your clients to your virtualization. But generally considered a fairly big product, right? Like It's the, big, it's bulky, and it's enterprise-focused. Yeah, now, absolutely. one of my favorite sentences to hear is, Mitch, I'd like for you to deploy System Center for my environment because... Immediately, I start thinking about taking my wife on vacation because I'm making good, good, good living off of that. Yeah, that's right. Oh, goody for me. Unfortunately, most companies, and when I say most, the majority of companies in the world are small to mid-sized businesses. And sure. Don't need it, can't afford it. Yeah. It, it also takes really a dedicated person to maintain the care and feeding. Just if you get config man and ops man up, that's a, that's a job. Exactly. And to keep it working is is a full-time gig. Sure. Now, we have been telling people for 10 years, hey, you can use the enterprise-level solutions to run your small and mid-sized business. You can use Windows Enterprise. You can use Active Directory and SQL Server and Exchange Server and all of that great stuff and Hyper-V and virtualization and whatever else. But when I ask people the question, do you need enterprise-level solutions to manage your small and mid-sized business, they say no. And I don't understand where the disconnect is. If you're using the enterprise-level solutions, why do you think that because it's smaller, you can do all of the management manually or that it's not important or necessary? Right. So it's not sort of black and white, do everything manually versus the, the big impact of full-bore system center. Exactly. So Microsoft, the System Center team, developed a solution called System Center Essentials. And it's, I call it the, the red-headed stepchild of the System Center family. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the one that nobody talks about and it seems to live uh, under the staircase at Privet Drive. Right, right. But it allows small and mid-sized businesses. Now, let's define that. It defines a company with under 50 servers and under 500 workstations to use basically the same tools to manage their infrastructure and monitor their environment as their larger corporations do. 
Sure. That's a fair bit of headroom. 50 servers, 500 workstations. That's a, that fits a lot of businesses. I'm really convinced. I don't have exact numbers, but I would bet you that that covers 90% and, and more of the corporations out there. Sure. Okay. So bigger because, than just small business server, right? I mean, no, this is, look, small, Microsoft has always been very strong in enterprise and they put together the SBS solution for the smaller guys. Right. 25. But yeah. Well, 25 up to 75, right. but really 50 to 60 was the comfortable ceiling on that. Sure. But between 60 and 500, let's say, we never really had anything. We had this empty void. Mm-hmm. So a few years ago, you'll remember that Microsoft tried to develop a product or did develop a product called Essential Business Server. Right. And it was great, but the market just worked against it. And the product, Microsoft decided before the release of version two to cancel that. To let it go. Yeah, I remember ESB. And it, and it, it had great pedigree. It made perfect sense. It was the path above SBS without going off into the wild. Exactly. And EBS was managed, maintained, and controlled by System Center Essential. Right. So this is the product. Now they, they've expanded it from the previous version to this version. We're now, we've gone from 300 clients or 30 servers to 50 servers. Mm-hmm. And we went from 300 clients to 500 clients. So we've got a, a fair bit of headroom. But if we look at System Center Configuration Manager, mm-hmm. it is big. You need multiple servers, you need a SQL server backend, and it takes several hours to configure even if you, or just to install before you start configuring it. Same thing with operations manager. You need a root management service, you need Mm -hmm. a SQL server. And I'm pretty sure that if you were to just, just for the installation of everything, you'd be closer to 15 or 20 hours. System Center Essentials installs completely in one hour. Wow. Maybe 90 minutes if you've got slower speeds or if you've got uh, less RAM, but it installed, and it's essentially a wizard-driven installation that just goes through. All on one machine? All on one machine. Now, if you do have a larger organization, a larger SMB, so for example, if you had 15 or more servers and over, let's say, 125 clients, you can still connect to a SQL Server backend. But if you don't have that, SQL Server uh, SQL Express installs with the package and it works just fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on one box. Nice. All of a sudden, we have parity, true parity, between what the big boys have and what the small guys need but don't realize that they've needed. Do I want this in, a, in an isolated VM, for example? Uh, absolutely. It's supported in a virtual machine mm-hmm. and it installs. I, I generally recommend you have four gigabytes of RAM. Mm-hmm. And now because of the virtual machine manager component to it, it requires 150 gigabytes or more of free hard disk. Okay. So it's got a fairly hefty sized disk, but it seems to me this, I don't want to mix this on an existing machine that I stand up a VM just for it. Uh, you can, no, you, you would stand up one virtual machine specifically for it. And if you look on my blog at www.garvis.ca, there is a list of installation gotchas. There are sort of, the undocumented what you should know mm-hmm. before installing System Center Essentials. Now, I have been working very closely with HP. HP has their own branded version of this called the HP Insight Manager with System Center Essentials. And I spend most of my time talking about that. 
but the system center essentials part to it is exactly the same. It just has a few extra management packs. All right, so it's like the open view guys have sort of gotten into the game as well. Exactly. All right, that's cool. So now we ha- let's talk about what the, the tool consists of. First of all, we have System Center Config Manager does lifecycle management of your PC. It does deployment of op- operating systems and applications and patch management and monitoring and all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have that component, but because it's meant for smaller businesses, they've taken out some components. There's no desired configuration manager. There's no uh, operating system deployment to it. But for less than 500 workstations, a free Microsoft deployment toolkit install is going to work just as well. Yeah, you don't need like a zero touch install for that size. Yeah, MDT is enough. Exactly. Then we have operations manager, system center operations manager that does all of your monitoring and reporting, and it's based on, as you know, management packs. So depending on what tool or what service you're using or monitoring, you just import the appropriate management pack. That engine is completely included in System Center Essentials. Nice. So if you have a management pack that you want to monitor VMware, for example, you can import the VMware management pack. Makes sense. Yeah. And then there's the Virtual Machine Manager component. System Center Virtual Machine Manager, I like to say it is to Hyper-V what vCenter Server is to ESX. Right. For people who don't know Hyper-V as well. And you really want, it's it's my favorite of the of the System Center tools. It's lovely. Absolutely. It's also, by the way, the easiest and the least expensive. It takes your Hyper-V machines from being standalone towers to being an integrated environment. Nice. So we have the deployment of virtual machines and the failovers and the intelligent placement and the live migration. And the only component to SCVMM that's not included in System Center Essentials, VMM monitors and manages and maintains uh, ESX as well, mm-hmm. which is System Center Essentials will not do. Right. But aside from that, you have the full package. So it's those. Is it those three pieces? Well, have we talked about OpsMan at all. Then Just... OpsManager with all of the management packs is included. Right. And ConfigMan. And, and ConfigMan. And then VMM. And VMM. That's right. That's sort of the nuts of everything you want for from System Center. Exactly, and it literally lets you do everything for your small and mid-sized business that you would have done before. Now, I've spoken to a few people who used to work in enterprise organizations, and they've taken jobs at smaller companies, and they say, look, I'm looking for a tool that does for us what System Center used to do. I say, why don't you use System Center Essentials? What's that? Yeah. And this isn't the first, this isn't even a first generation product that's been out there for three, four, five years, but it's not as well known as its bigger cousin. And the current version now is 2010? Is there a 2012 on the horizon? That's right. Like I said, the, the redheaded stepchild, System Center Essentials, is the absolute only System Center product that does not have a 2012 version in the works. But it's also got a 2010 version that's got everything. Right where most of the rest are coming from 2008. Exactly. Now, a lot of the improvements that we're seeing in 2012 uh, is the standardization of the interface Mm -hmm. and the uh, expansion into Windows 7 and and R2 and Hyper-V R2 and all of that. Well, that's already included in System Center Essentials because they don't have 
the non-standard interfaces of all of the different products. Oh, interesting. Okay. It has that great Outlook interface. When it seems to me that they would be rolling features out of the big products into the the small product anyway, that the big products have got to rev before the small product can. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, several years ago, you and I talked about Small Business Server. Sure. SBS can't release a new version until Windows Server releases a new version. Then they need 90 to 180 days to take all of that and put it into the new version. Absolutely. Now, you and I don't know when the 2012 versions are releasing for System Center. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, know what I mean? Not for sure, anyway. And we would have to wait 90 to 180 days after that to see a new version of this product. Right. If they're going to do it. I mean, they could wait for a while, too. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to know for sure exactly how quickly they're going to act on any of this. There's that, too. And we've just got to wait and see. So for folks who've never played with System Center before, probably the one they're going to jump into is System Center Essentials. What are they going to see? What are the sort of the steps past just getting it installed? Well, to install it, you have to install the prerequisites first. Once you do, it's really just setting it forward. You don't have to set a uh, RMS name and an instance name. It just installs that all based on your computer name. Mm-hmm. And it just, I mean, the install is press here dummy. It doesn't ask you a whole lot of questions. It just makes sure you have the prerequisites. Hey, do you have a SQL server? No, we're going to install one for you. Nice. And that's as complicated as it gets. But then what's next? Because I guess you've got to now start pulling all your servers in. Does it go through a process of identifying all the hardware on the network? So once you've installed, it goes through a Active Directory discovery process. Mm -hmm. Now, let me point out that unlike Ops Manager and Config Manager, this is not meant for forests with multiple namespaces. This is meant for a single domain. Yeah. Well, and if and you've only got 500 workstations, what are you doing, right? Exactly. Like it, better be, it better be in one domain. Exactly. So it does active directory discovery. There are a few set ports that have to be open, but they're uh, pretty common and they're easy to discover. Mm-hmm. And what, act, what System Center Essentials does is it deploys a group policy object or a a group policy setting to open up the firewall ports and deploy the agent. Nice. And you have the choice of saying, hey, do you want all of my computers to be discovered or only the ones in a certain organizational unit? Mm -hmm. So even though we only have the single namespace, we can still segregate between yes and no. Right, just okay. by o, by OU. So I could go after, you know, in the initial setup, maybe just grab some of the machines in IT and, and you know, work from there. Exactly. And it once it's installed, it does the automatic discovery, and it will continue to discover new every 24 hours. Or you can initiate it uh, at, any, uh, at any point. Hey, I just installed five new computers. Discover, and it finds them right away. Nice. It deploys the agent. Now, there are a couple of things. You can tell that this is a legacy product. Uh, if you open up the console on a machine that has user access, uh, user account control enabled, mm-hmm. it will say, hey, do you want to launch the, uh, you're trying to launch the console for System Center Essentials 2007. Oh. Oops. <laughs> and if you look in the uninstall programs of your clients, it says that you've got a System Center Operations Manager 2008 agent deployed. <laughs> So there are a couple of places where you can see that this was a jigsaw solution. Right. They didn't increment all the numbers. Yeah, no kidding. That's funny. Yeah. This section of Run As Radio is sponsored by Secret Server, the password management software for IT admins. 
Secret Server helps you manage local admin passwords and service accounts the right way. Get your free 30-day trial for Secret Server at runasradio.com slash secret server. Wouldn't you focus on the servers first? Well, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And let's we, we have to talk about how it's licensed. Sure. Everybody talks to me about what is this a competitive solution to? Mm-hmm. You know, I spent a lot of time in the virtualization realm. This is a great solution to compete with vSphere Essentials Plus. And if you're talking about just managing the virtualization solution, so let's say you've got uh, five hosts and 20 virtual machines. Yeah. You need to have five client management, uh, sorry, server management licenses. And the SMLs may be $250 per license. And okay. You've got to, so you're talking uh, for five servers, uh, $1,250. Right. And, then, and so is there a base fee for S, uh, SCE as well? The base fee, uh, the base fee for system center essentials comes with the server management license for that server. Okay. So there's one there and then you have to buy one for each server you're going to manage. That's right. And that's now, physical server. What's the deal with the VMs? Well, the, the way it works is you're licensing per physical server. So okay. if you have 10 physical servers, you have to buy 10 SMLs. Mm-hmm. But if you're only managing three physical servers, you've got to buy three. Right. But because it's a designed, it's a designed for small and mid-sized business solution, it's not the physical servers that's the 50 limit. It's the virtual servers as well. Right. So if you have three physical hosts, you're limited to 47 virtual machines. Right. Because they, the, so the physicals do count against the 50. Absolutely. But the licensing is only per physical. That's right. Okay. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. And, and it's all very discoverable, works with any version of Windows, I presume. Well, any supported version of Windows. Supported version. Well, I, I have to be very careful about this. Is there a version of Windows that it won't work on? Probably not. Will Microsoft give you support for managing Windows 2000 or NT4? No. Right. Although it will probably work. Yeah. But it's not actually supported. Exactly. So 2003 and above. Uh, that's right. Okay. That's fair. So I mean, if I... we're just talking about servers, compare. this is a absolute competitive product to vSphere Essentials Plus. Mm-hmm. It's less expensive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the core tax or the memory tax. And it does everything that you would do to manage your virtualization environment. Right. But it also manages all of the other components of the operating system. It'll manage your Active Directory and it will monitor your DHCP and everything else that you have management tax to monitor. Nice. So even though it's less expensive than vSphere, it does more. And it and feels like that's your sort of starting point. You settle in, get a handle and a view on all of your existing servers, and the packs right away are going to start probably pulling up some events you didn't know about. Exactly. And once you're there, once you're comfortable that your servers, you've resolved all of the issues on your server, and your servers are running uh, cleanly and and coolly, then you can start talking about client management license. Before we jump there, I mean, sure. I've gone through this with Opsman before, but and I wonder if you, SCE probably has very much the same experience, which is that especially when you first get the thing stood up, you get buried by events. It takes you a time to dial things down for the amount of, of traffic you're getting from the different servers. They're concerned about a lot of things that, that probably aren't all that important. You and I have talked about the secure, well-managed infrastructure before, mm-hmm. and... There are, even though there are events that are more important than others, Mm -hmm. we have to know all of them. We have to be able to see all of them. Right. Yes. When you start out, you're going to see a ton of events that are like, holy cow. Yeah. And you can just 
take now those events are divided into uh in, into errors and hardware and virtualization and agent and you can go through them and say okay i've seen this 600 times but this says um something that I know about. I know I have an application that generates this error and it's going to happen every 30 seconds. Ignore the error. Right. The, it's the, bad coding. Yeah. And and at some point, it's like, we, we do need to fix that properly, but I also need to get on with my work. I can't fix that right now. Exactly. So we can, we can either just close the events. And what I do when I start out mm-hmm. is, because you know how installations go. I will literally go through willy-nilly and close all of the events, then let it run clean for 24 hours, and then sit down and start looking at what we've got. Right. Let it sort of settle in a little. That's right. So these alerts that have generated in the first 24 hours, and by the way, don't forget that a lot of the alerts we're going to get in the first 24 hours will have to do with, hey, we have systems that are not using system center essentials for patch management. Right. The reason for that is because we deploy that group policy that has that setting. When does group policy get applied? Overnight. On a reboot. Right. So a machine that doesn't get rebooted will keep generating that, that, uh, agent error mm-hmm. saying, hey, it's, or it's an alert that says, hey, this is, <laughs> this is happening. It's all configured to go, but you've just got to, it doesn't say reboot your machine. It says this isn't getting age, uh, patches from system center essentials. So we can't manage it. Right. So once all of the servers reboot, then I clear it again, and then I start going through and saying, okay, what's real? What's less of a priority? Yeah, I think the big challenge here is prioritizing all of the critical events. Yeah, absolutely. Because so you're gonna get, I, you get some silly critical events. You get critical events around being unable to access a printer driver. You get critical events because terminal services is expired like, and, it, and it isn't being used anyway, like those kinds of things. Exactly, and those are the kind of things that I just literally say, okay, I'll deal with them later. Yeah. But one thing that I see all the time when I'm deploying this product is, hey, you have this server that just runs and does everything. Its hard drive is 97% full. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, so, yeah. And do you want to know about that at 97% or at 100%? Right. Yeah. So you'd rather, gives- I'd rather note it at 80%. Well, it actually will alert you at, by default, and you can set these triggers to whatever whatever level you want, mm-hmm. but the default out of the box is 75%, then 90%. Right. In fact, I think there may be a 50% at the outset as well, but that's informational. Yeah. Just like, yeah, your disk is actually being used at that point. That's right. So, and I, and I feel like, especially when you start on the servers, VMM gives you glee, just that, oh, I finally see all my virtual machines and all that tooling is just there. But Opsman is your work list. It's, okay, here's all the things you haven't been taking care of. Exactly. And you, it'll keep you busy for a long time just to beat that list down and get it now, to a place where you're happy. Now, here's two things that people are going to love about System Center Essentials. First mm-hmm. of all, when you look at the list of servers, you'll see the list of every server in your organization physical and virtual. And if it's physical, it will just be physical. If it's a host, it will tell you it's a host. And if it's virtual, it will tell you what host it's running on. That's great because you get to see uh, which is which, and the columns make it very clear to see. The second thing, and this is new to the 2010 version of Ski, mm-hmm. you know, you said that 
uh, VMM is your favorite of the System Center tools. Yes. What part is it missing out of the box? Huh. That you can't do performance and resource optimization, pro tips. Right. With that ops manager. Right. Well, that's what ops man does. That's right. Well, that component is now included in System Center Essentials 2010. Nice. So we have our pro tips, and all of a sudden, the intelligent ongoing placement and rebalancing of our virtualization environment is included. By the way, I talked about 150 gigabytes required for the installation. That's a legacy from the VMM. That's the same level that VMM wants Mm -hmm. because it wants to manage all of the library files, all of your clones, all of your templates, all of your ISOs. Uh, Small businesses don't usually have the same level. Uh, They won't have a template for Exchange Server and a template for SQL Server and a template for SharePoint Server that require that 150 gigabytes. So even if you've got 50 gigabytes, it'll give you the warning, hey, you're not at 150, but you can just go right through that and it'll work. Right. All right, let's talk clients before we run out of time here, because obviously this becomes the big thing long term. And I keep telling people, if you cannot measure it, you cannot manage it. Right. I did a job for a charity a year and a half ago, and they bought 150 laptops for 22 offices across Canada. And I said, look, for your charity licensing, Implement system-centric essentials for the asset inventory service. No, it's, you know what, even though the charity licensing is so inexpensive, it's only 150 laptops and we can track them on paper. They what? Since, well, they didn't want a, the expense, the ongoing management of system center. And like everyone else, they had the same view of, well, when we talk system center, it's going to cost us a lot of money. Right. Both capital expenses, but especially operational expenses. Hmm. So they said no. They have since lost eight of those laptops. Oh, interesting. They're gone. What yeah. does a laptop cost? $1,000? Depends on the laptop. Maybe $1,000, right? Yeah. So they've lost $8,000. It would have cost them $1,500 to deploy it, including the licenses and my time. Mm-hmm. But they weren't willing to spend the money. Yeah. If you cannot measure it, you cannot manage it. I keep telling that to people. I keep telling people that you have to know what you have. And it's not good enough anymore to say, okay, uh, how many computers do I have? Well, I think it's about 70. No, you have to be able to pull out a report that says, here is a list of the 70 computers that you have, who they belong to, what their name is, when did they last log on. Right. And if you can't do that, it's anecdotal evidence. It's not management. Exactly. And that reporting, by the way, that reporting sells people all the time. I just pull it up and say, okay, let's look at the host resource utilization report. Mm -hmm. And wow, my hosts are running smoothly, but I see that there's a 10% Increase of usage month over month for the last three months. At what point do we have to start thinking about deploying a new host? Yeah. Where, how close are we to saturation? We can actually project those numbers out very easily from that data. Isn't that a much more comfortable conversation to have than, Hey, Richard, my machines aren't working. Something's not going on. Get here and fix it. Oh, we need a new host. Get it. Oh my God. It's going to take a week to deploy. Ah. Right. Yeah. Big, big change in mindset all of a sudden. <laughs> if you cannot measure it. You cannot manage it. And it's not only a change in mindset. Once it's deployed, it's a change in stress levels because we're talking preventive reporting, preventive right. monitoring. But that, I mean, that's clearly on the server side, on uh, uh, primarily on the client side. What kind of monitoring and reporting are you doing? 
Well, the client side, a lot of it is not, I mean, there is the asset inventory right. and there is the application licensing, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is just the patch management, the benefit of, I mean, WSUS is great. WSUS Windows Server Update Service is a great product and it's free and it patches all of our systems in right. our environment. Okay. Did all of the patches work? I don't know. Yeah. What and which one of those laptops has not been into the network for long enough to actually have these patches? What patch exactly. level are each of those machines? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if it was on the network, but it hasn't rebooted, right. or somebody aborted something, or the patch failed, right. none of this is reported in WSUS. WSUS is fire and forget. Yeah. The patch management component is a, a panacea for the, for the Windows client. What about app deployment? Application deployment is absolutely included. You can uh, you can do that targeted application deployment just as you would in System Center Config Manager. Mm-hmm. So that that piece is all there, and I think that's the thing that for folks who are used to doing small business and just flipping disks or pointing to a share or anything like that, the idea that I can just do a push. All right, it's time for everybody to get this. Off it goes. You know, it's amazing. I was teaching this session in Buenos Aires last week, and I asked a group of twenty five people. How do you guys deploy apps for an environment, mm-hmm. for, for an environment of 50 uh, clients? Well, we go from computer to computer. Really? <laughs> the first time you deploy a service pack for Microsoft Office, you've paid for System Center Essentials. Yep. Because that's what your time costs. And is there a license class per client? Uh, there is. A, there are client management licenses. They're much less expensive than your server management mm-hmm. licenses. Uh, I don't know the cost off the top of my head. But they're they're pretty inexpensive. Okay, and they come in either with the server management licenses come in either one pack or five pack. The CMLs come in uh, five packs or twenty packs. So if you have eighty seven computers, you can either buy uh, four twenty packs and four five packs, or you can buy five uh, twenty packs and be ready for the growth that we're anticipating. Any place else, folks, should be looking about learning more about System Center Essentials. You know, System Center Essentials is all over the web, but it's kind of hard to find. The best place to find it really is currently on my blog because I, I've been on tour for it. So half a dozen articles in the last three months on the business value and uh, use case scenarios and installation gotchas. But I want to talk about one thing very quickly, and I know we're running out of time. No problem. Look at a small business IT provider who's putting out fires. System Center Essentials allows them to change their mindset from billing for downtime, which means our clients never like seeing us, yeah. to billing for uptime. This is a great solution that will allow them that you can put it into place. You, By the way, I've seen some of the consultants I've spoken to say, I don't charge my clients for this. I charge them a monthly maintenance fee, and it's a one-time cost that generates ongoing recurring revenues for me. Right. So it's a great business, and it helps them to to deliver that managed service solution rather than putting out fires. Yeah, rather than waiting for the customer drives to run out of disk space, you call them to say, hey, guys, we're getting close. In the next couple of months, we're going to be out of disk space. Can I order you some drives and and expand the array? You know, the story I love to tell, I was at a a hockey game a few weeks ago at Air Canada Center, and I got an email on my phone from one of my clients, Mm -hmm. and it's it's 8 o'clock on a Friday night, so everybody's gone home for the weekend. And it said... Uh, client DHCP server uh, down. You know what happens on a Friday night if your DHCP server goes down? Yeah, nobody's logging in for the whole weekend. Nothing. <laughs> you know what happens Monday morning if your DHCP server went down on yeah, Friday? Yeah, disaster. 
Yes. Yeah. So at second intermission, I logged on using my Windows Phone 7 <laughs> to my remote desktop client for that for that uh, system. I saw what happened to the DHCP server. It took me about six minutes. I resolved it. And you know what happened Monday morning? Nothing. Nothing, right. Hey, Mitch, it's always fun to talk to you. Thanks so much for filling us in. Richard, thanks for having me on. I look forward to speaking to you in the future. And we'll talk to you next week on Run As Radio. 